But it is what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Show No 71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. That purple bling bling, y'all. And your auditory, auditory canals are tuned into episode 195 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Of course, I got my partners in crime first on deck. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. that gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Just uh, here with all you fantastic people uh, to talk about the, the the things that we love, these games. Video go, go, games. These games. Woo! Indeed, indeed. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, I was uh, doing more GameStop shenanery on Friday, so... Not more GameStop shenanery. Of course he was. (laughs) Uh, just I feeling bad for those fine folk out there that was looking for sure. uh, trying to keep them afloat. Uh, well, mm-hmm. GameStop had a pre-order bonus for Fire Emblem Engage uh, at um, GameStop that included these tarot cards, and I don't know if Nintendo screwed the pooch or GameStop screwed the pooch, but they didn't have enough pre-order bonuses to go around, and so I had to. Make sure uh, on my lunch, I'm working from home on Fridays, so I just basically got dressed, went down, picked my tarot cards up, everything's all good. But if you go online, you can see all the people just like, you know, crying about their damn tarot cards, and you look on eBay, and they're going for 60, 70 bucks. And, um, you know, add salt to the wound for people that shopped at GameStop.com. They actually told people that bought the game online, that they had to bring their receipt to the store to get their tarot cards versus including it in the damn box when they shipped the game to them. So, hmm. so it's just no. more, more just promotions gone wrong, unfortunately for GameStop. So, mm. got feel feel bad, but you know it's like you know I'm I'm thinking it's like uh, I don't know if I even want to pre-order a game from them. You know, I, I, they're on the way home for me driving home to work from work when I have to go into the office. So it's convenient, but it's like, you know, at the same time though, it's like, damn, I don't have to <laughs> no. run the damn gauntlet. You know, remember my stress with getting that one piece odyssey still book does it's the same thing for all these. Yeah. There, you, and you had to pull, you had to pull rank on him and be like, look, Mr. <laughs> to your manager. I need one that is not dinged. <laughs> I will rain hellfire down on this station, on this, on this GameStop if I don't get my steelbook. Oh come on, I'm not that way. <laughs> but you know, I, I did because um, the uh, like a Dragon Inshin coming out next month. Um, it was a steelbook exclusive at GameStop, and I, as soon as I saw Best Buy was going to offer the same steelbook for the pre-order, I did, like canceled that pre-order like faster than you know what so smart at least i know best buy will handle business and ship it and take care of it basically so i'm not dealing definitely with rather 
Yeah, I would definitely rather get it from Best Buy than uh, GameStop. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking Actually, to I'm not sorry. They're terrible. So. Yeah, I was talking to the clerk, and it's like terrible. when they ship the steelbooks to the store, too, they put them in a the big-ass box with no padding or anything, so they're, half of them all are dented and damaged. So. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so is it how much they really care? So. Shoot, they don't know if they'll have a job tomorrow. So Who knows? In a, yep. in, a, in a way, I... Uh, they do not care. In a way, yeah. I can't really blame them, but at the same time... This is stuff that you know you paid for with your hard-earned money. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but they also have that SL two initiative going on, where basically they're letting go some store leaders, some managers there, and they're basically making uh, managers manage at least two stores and giving them an additional dollar fifty in wages. To I thought do you so. said it was three dollars. No, it was a dollar fifty. It's a dollar. Oh, yeah. Originally said it was three dollars, and I was like, eh. Now it's a dollar fifty, and I'm like, that's it. That's that's it. it. That's all. Oh, that's terrible. Y'all are horrible. Horrible. Ugh. Yeah, they 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 (laughs) they getting ready to fold. Yeah. Something. Something. You know, and I and I know we had talked about last week some of the things that you know, that, that we wish would change and having it, you know, you, you brought up, you know, having to the reliance on like GameStop and I just really wish there was a better alternative. I mean, there are better alternatives online and stuff like that, but just, I wish there was a better alternative, a, be- a better physical alternative where you could go in, you know, and actually have a, you know, a dedicated game store that, that is like, for the gamers and stuff like i really wish that someone would come in to the market that would fight them but or just be better Ugh, it's so crazy well, so, I mean, well let me ask you guys this okay barring their their resale values you think if a company like blue shell had an injection of capital they could fill that role Blue uh, pound sand. I mean, they're just their yeah. typical retro game dealer yeah. where they look at eBay and put everything up at eBay prices and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I would. No, I mean, but outside of that, I mean, the 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 eBay prices are going to be the eBay prices. I mean, and really, to be to be honest, if you're not using eBay as a measurement to to <laughs> to, to to selling, you know, your yeah. your resale stuff, you're probably losing money. But outside of that. Like if they had a big injection of capital from some uh, conglomerate somewhere, do you think they th- they would have the potential to fill in for GameStop? No, no, no they're I, just I they're, they're be... your typical mom and pop yeah, store. Yeah, it would have to be it would have to be a, a new retail outlet, you know, a um, new or, or a splinter off of like you know Best Buy or something like that, which Best Buy's not going to do. Um, but but if there was an actual uh, splinter uh, type of um, store that would come out, you know, and and be able to do full on, you know, new games and you know, because see, see, I think the main see, because um, uh, GameStop is not fighting with with the with the um, the resale market, you know, they could they could give two shits what a game is selling on on um um on on ebay or anything like that because they also deal in new games as well i think 
what we would need someone to be able to sell, you know, new games um, and, and have better customer service and just a better overall business model and, and then buy back and give competitive prices for, for the games that people are selling. I'm not saying they have to, they have to buy them at eBay prices, especially for, for new, new games that people are selling, but, but people, you know, the, the, the fact that, people go into it and they expect to get little or no money for these $50 for these, for these 50, 60, $70 games. It's just silly, you know? And, and then, and then they have to mark it up so high, you know, on a resale is just, it's just bananas, you know? And if there was a way that they could find, if, if they could find a way to maintain a really good customer, a really good video game library for for new games and old games, and then give a competitive um, buyback option. I think I think that they could actually do do really good, and I do believe that any one of these mom and pops could do that. But they're not like the mom and pops are not competing with with um, they're not competing with um, uh, GameStop. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not competing with that. They're, they're competing with 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 ebay and stuff like that that's why they've priced their 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 secondary games at ebay prices you know they'll yeah. get a few new games here and there but but their their major stock and trade is is with the resale of these you know these these games and you know and and i think if if if, if someone was able to had enough capital to buy uh these games back and actually give decent money for them um uh, and build up a really good um you know, catalog of sell games and new games. I think they could they could really become a, a leader in the industry. It's just there's no one, no one. I, it's weird. Like games, games make video games take so much money, so much um, money to make. Yet I, I can't believe like the return on them is just it's just crazy. And then and especially for a for a finite project pro, uh, product, you know that they're gonna sell again. I mean, I no wonder that people are going to digital. Because it's just a cheaper way to produce it, to produce games and give it and 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 sell them to people, you know. So, I mean, that's why I don't believe that you know physical media will ever die. It just won't. You know, it'll just become more scarce and then become more pricey. You know, I I started thinking about a little bit while you were talking, Desmond, and it's like you know, it's like Disney has the Disney Store, and then there's Nintendo stores like in New York City, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. You know, uh, would it be upon a console manufacturer to maybe make a, a digital st- a retail storefront and to be able to, you know, Sony used to have, used to have one. To, yeah. yeah, they used to have them, you know, but Sony doesn't want to put money in that, you know, and yeah. put that like that, you know, because because Sony's, cause Sony wants to sell them digitally. You know, if Sony, if Sony had their druthers, they, they would sell everything digitally because they could keep that money, Yeah, you know, but they know that no one's going to full on buy on that. And so they have to sell, you know, discs and whatever. And uh, Xbox or Microsoft is 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 steadily forcing or, or trying to really push that narrative for digital so hardcore right now um, that that it just that's just you know that's how they see the future of 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 gaming is going. And I and I really don't think that that's that's the case. But back to the main thing, I just wish there was another competitor, like an actual real soul like video game competitor yeah. for for um gamestop i don't know who that is or what it is um 
I don't I don't have the capital to create something like that, you know, and actually give, you know, and actually have a really good uh, sales model or or have a really good uh, customer relations. But I mean, GameStop is just trash. Sad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and you know, one thing I still say is the the employees working for these companies, they're still good for the most part. You know, you're gonna run oh, yeah. in the a hole every so often, but they're friendly. Yeah. They're, you know, they made sure. Like when I uh, went into the store, like you know, after I picked up my One Piece Odyssey, like on Tuesday, because I I had to do something. Uh, I was doing a pre-order switch or whatnot, but the assistant store leader made sure that she she asked me that. I got my steel book. I was able to pick up my game on Friday. Da 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 da. So you know they remembered me enough to care to ask, and I appreciate the the care and touch. And they're kind of frustrated with corporate too. So yeah. So that was a long-winded way to say that you know we need something else. So yeah. <laughs> I kind of miss EB Games. I missed Funko Land mm-hmm. from back in the day, but GameStop's vacuumed them both up. So yep. Okay, okay. Well, <clears throat> with that said, I, 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 yeah, that's what you call organic uh, discussion. Uh, what do you call it for the folks uh, listening, listening at home, insider, insider baseball in the podcast world, I guess. But uh, as usual, our first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. <laughs> All right, so uh, Jabroni Chief, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing? Uh, not as much as last week. I kind of kind of regret not um, throwing a wider berth of stings, but uh, um, played a little bit more Dragon Quest Eleven. Still proceeding in that game. Still enjoying it. Uh, we played a little Fire Team Elite uh, during game night on Thursday, and played around with uh, John BT, uh, me and. Kev and John BT played played around. I want to actually play it more than just playing on game night. I think we could probably progress through the story. So definitely, you know, listeners out there, if you want to play with us as well, just keep it in mind. We might have to carve out an actual time to do so, you know, and be able to kind of push forward. But I enjoy our little playthroughs with that game. You know, a game is a good time. So mm-hmm. um, played this uh, downloaded a pre-purchased and, and got monster hunter rise on the ps5 on there i got up to the point to where i created my character um you know and uh, we were kind of talking about the uh addition of afros and whatnot in the uh playstation store so i, I cornrows cornrows all that stuff so, you know, I, I went ahead and I, I utilized the Afro as well. And I made my little like uh, <laughs> Jewish jabroni. No. No. No? Jubroni. Jubroni. Yes. No. So that, that's my character, you know. So. I even I even sent the Ace Black and Kevin. They, they gave me their, their like, uh, just... Their approval, so no. So I, I wanted to like do like a uh, what the the um, cryptocurrency guy. I was trying to trying to emulate him. So. No, TB, no, you don't, you don't no. agree. I do not agree. 
But I haven't really played uh, any uh, Monster Hunter besides getting past the tutorial and getting into the village for the first time. So, so I'm definitely going to be jumping back into it and kind of checking it uh, out a little bit more. I made sure to go in and kind of configure the uh, graphical settings. And so there's settings for like uh, 60 frames, for 120 frames on there. There's difference like performance and, and graphics and whatnot. So... Uh, there's a nice uh, Digital Foundry video out there just in case you want to get an explanation as far as what the th uh, three different modes do in the game on there to see what would be the quote-unquote sweet spot. And I think based on what Digital Foundry was stating that uh, doing the uh, standard is probably good because it, it hits at a 60 frames per second, but it has all the graphical bells and whistles as well. So it's on like full 4K as well, so... I'm kind of amazed why, by the looks of the game compared to the Switch version. It just shows that, you know, it's kind of stuck in low-res uh, hell, and now it's in high-res heaven, you know, so. Really? You really thought about that on the bathroom, didn't you? <laughs> on the toilet. You're like, I'm going to say this on the show. It's going to be awesome. No, I actually just came on the fly, but if you want to, like, think I'm just thinking of show ideas on the pot, you know, go for it, I guess, you know. If that's your uh, mental hypothesis of how I brainstorm for the show, it's like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about the segment. We didn't need all that, so. Hey, you went there. Quite. Yeah, you took it there though. You blaming me. And last but not least, I played a lot more of Fantasy Star uh, Online to New Genesis. Uh, both me and Des kind of got into the uh, newer uh, section in the game, which is the desert, which is, I think, Ratem, I think, if I'm... Yes, it's Ratem. Ratem. I am actually so... very super happy about it. Yeah, so, you know, we're actually getting to see new content now. I'm not sitting there just trying to milk dailies and... Um, quest and not progressing in the game so i actually got to see new creatures um you know the story kind of took you in where you're on the, like a pathway to the main city in Ratem on there but actually once you get to the main city and open up the game there is a whole entire um uh, continent to explore uh, then from there i've did a little exploring last night and today a bit on there so Kind of just moves the game along on there, and I kind of reached a where, um, you know, I was pretty high level f uh, in the uh, beginning area, Restal, on there. And uh, now it's a point that, uh, um, it's you know, I was doing a, a one of my dailies today, and I was, like, kind of encountering a little bit of a, a thing to where none of my weapons except for my bow was, like, actually um, doing any damage towards the... Um, towards the monsters I was fighting on there. Cause all the monsters are like level 35 and like you know, everything else I was like level 27. And so, uh, took a little bit to grind through my daily, you know? And so it's a point that, uh, you know, I was only, um, restricted to one weapon. And then, then I was basically running out of health potions. I died a few times, you know, and after you die in this game, you have to restore yourself at the, um, waypoint and the waypoint basically is where the main monster was at thank god so well, that's so good at least res and then you know everything else is happening my dogs are bothering me while i was doing this and trying to all that it's like sitting here you know because you can't pause this game it's a live service game so and pretty much i had to like 
stave off my dogs. After I died, I had to go let them out. Thankfully, they didn't pee on the floor while I'm sitting there battling this boss. I'm like doing 10 million other things and trying to maneuver, trying to go grab, um, you know, additional health off the floor, off the ground too, because I was all that um, healing um, potions on there. So it's just like one thing after another. But uh, got through, and I was telling Desmond before the show, you know, it's like you know I went to a PSU burst. Uh, PSE burst, and then I wound up doing a PSE burst climax, which basically is a second wave of a climax. And I didn't want to fight a second boss on there, so <laughs> and so they brought out this dragon. I had to fight this dragon. I'm still dragging on low ass health, <laughs> and so <laughs> got through it though. I'm gonna power my way through, and so I'm continuing to level up. I'm still enjoying the game quite a bit, so gotta give it up i mean it's a free-to-play game i have not really put any money into it since i started playing on the playstation so you know sega's not getting my uh my loots i don't care about dressing up like an anime waifu man or whatnot so i'm good i to do go. you do or i do i do oh, okay. fun i don't know i changed my look though so i'm not i'm not looking like a mutant phil specter anymore I'm from, I'm thank god yeah so, so I'm more look like they have some like anime um, battle looking dude with uh, like a, a tie dye shirt or a flannel shirt uh, at his waist. So I'm looking like some anime Kurt Cobain re- reject or something. So, <laughs> but you're having fun though. Yes, I am having fun with my blue haired Kurt Cobain anime reject looking dude. Yes, it's it's awesome. So. Mm. Mm. So, Kev, I know you dipped into Monster Hunter Rise a little bit. What's your overall first impressions of the uh, PS5 game? And I know you bought it too, right, Des? I did. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm about I'm about halfway through the the that that first group of low rank missions, and I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my bearings on how the weapons work how this dang uh, zip line zip fly bug zip line bug thing is working wire bug wire bug yeah and it's coming along it's coming along part of me thinks that um it might have been the nintendo pro controller that was the culprit because Nintendo has their X and Y and A and B buttons reversed. And yeah. um, I'm so locked to those being a certain way that um, that kept throwing me off. I didn't have I didn't have that issue playing it this time once I knew what how how the buttons were mapped. And I know you can go in and change all that, but I, I rarely remap my buttons in games. But the changes in perf- the performance changes are really good. I based I did a custom based off 120 frames per second. So um, the way I have mine set up, I'm not getting 120 frames, but I'm getting somewhere somewhere in the the, the high 50s to to 60 frames. And it looks a lot. It does look a lot better. I think the the jungles are still barren, 
but they look much better. So, <laughs> so that yeah. that does help. But they're still barren as all get out. I mean, it, it it's at the end of the day, this is a Switch game that has been repurposed or repurposed for uh, more powerful hardware. So I wasn't expecting this thing to look like World, uh, which it does not. Uh, but um, it does look better, and it performs significantly better. So I'm I'm rocking the Charge Blade, which is the only weapon I've been using so far, but I've been building uh, Great Swords up as well, which I think were the same weapons I used when I, was, when I played this game on the Switch. And I'm probably going to stick with those uh, in this time around again, too. Uh, but, yeah, that first, the first, uh, oof, that first, that first monster, that, that uh, uh, honey bear looking, badger looking thing. <laughs> that, thing that, that thing whooped my butt from pillar to post. It took me three or four times to beat him. And it was just... It's like, man, I, I'm. You're still the learning. Muscle memory is just not there anymore. So, but, but yeah. Um, so I'm. Do you feel that you? It. Do you feel that you run a little bit slower? It's for me when I was when I was testing it out. I have so I made a character and then started playing it. Oh, and the black people in that game look cocoa butter fresh, like they are slick and just <laughs> glossy as all get out. I was mm-hmm. like, damn. They are well wow. hydrated. Yes, they are super hydrated in Monster <laughs> Hunter. So I was like, okay. Um, but I don't know. It just felt like I, it felt like my character was running relatively like chugging. Like they were kind of chugging along. And the, even when you were running, it seemed I don't know. It just it just seemed like the the movement in World. And I don't want to can I don't want to compare it to World because it's a separate game. But you kind of have to because they're in the same. I mean, they're in the same franchise. But I don't know. It just feln like my character was running really kind of slow. I thought the gra- and I thought thought the graphics were pretty good as well. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I, I just having to get used to the controls. I haven't fought any monsters yet. I just made the character and ran around and did all the opening sequences and everything. I haven't even messed with the controls to make the um the uh uh the graphics any different or anything so i'm curious to talk to joe after to see um what i should put them you know what i should put it in but again I- i'm interested in playing it i think i i i want to see what happens so and i was a fool i was a fool i got the i got the super deluxe version of it and about the two dlcs i'm a monster hunter fan so i got all the hairstyles i got all the emojis i got all the i got everything with it you know, oh, wow. so yeah, I went I went a little crazy with it. So this is this is what I do. You know, I I am a Monster Hunter stan. I play it on every system. So that's just who I am. So didn't Gavin like uh, help pay for that anyway? You're no, still, you're still uh, on that Gavin Newsom. Uh, no, that's Newsom been gone. That's, that's, been that's been gone. gone. That's been spent. That's been okay. gone. I'm telling people my business, Joe. Not <laughs> <laughs> my business, Joe. What you doing? In any case, you know, I can't wait to play with you guys to see how it goes. Indeed, indeed. What else have you been playing, Kev? Oh, well, De- oh, listen, I thought, oh, uh, well. No, it's, it's you. I just wanted oh, to say, because we, we, were we were just playing uh, Monster Hunter, you know, and understanding our, how our, how our um, 
our uh, experiences have varied a little bit. I think we'll have yeah. a little bit more to talk about when we when we actually start, you know, um, running missions and stuff. So. so other than that, it's been uh, it's been Need for Speed Unbound. I'm still still making my way through that. Uh, had a crack up at one of the soundtrack songs on it uh uh regarding wow. uh, old school shaba ranks and i tell you man mm-hmm. uh modern hip-hop is trash i i will i will repeat it. it's got a lot of it some of it maybe a lot of it has really good beats but lyrically it is bankrupt uh <laughs> Call yeah. me an old man, call me whatever you want, but modern hip hop has no soul whatsoever. Uh, so, but but making a still enjoying the heck out of that game gameplay wise, though it, it's I'm making I'm 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 making big money. And uh, I'm buying cars and I'm tuning cars and I'm starting to be I'm able to now spec out my lineup because by the time you get to the end of the game, you have to have at least one car in every category in order to compete in the final in the in the uh, final series of races. So I'm starting to put that lineup together and there's a lot of there's a surprising, number of cars uh to choose from uh i'm an old school muscle car dude so of course i got my uh 68 camaro and i got a 71 plymouth cuda and uh i got a couple of other uh got we got a mazda rx8 and i've got a nissan fair lady 240z and it, i mean it's just it, i've just been having a lot of fun um just kind of building, buying and building up these cars. And like I said last time, this is not, this is not Forza Motorsport. This is not Gran Turismo. This is very rudimentary stuff that you're doing. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm having a whole lot of fun. I'm having a whole lot of fun doing it. Oh, I know that you and Nate Black were talking about the, uh, the the cost of these vehicles was a little was a little prohibitive for for the type of vehicles they were and i thought that that was pretty funny it is it's it's (laughs) like i mean y'all want to want 30k for a 1998 uh uh freaking uh what what was that a crown victoria (laughs) it's like who is setting the prices for these cars i mean it's it's crazy but that, that that aside, I mean, you do once you once you get past that um, uh, that oh my gosh, all I have is a slow ass car. In, in introductory levels, once you start earning money, it it picks up fairly quickly, and the formula is just you know drop your nos at the beginning of the at the beginning of the race, draft behind as many cars as you can to speed boost past them. And by the time you get a, a full, as soon as your NOS refills again, dump it again. And that that's really how you stay, if not come in first, at least stay competitive within the pack. You know, crashing and all that other stuff aside. But 
having a lot of fun with that. And of course, there's River City Girls too. I have, uh, I am closing in on the final fight. Uh, getting ready to close that game out here pretty quickly, and it's just been an absolute blast. I've kind of, instead of going through the game with one character, I've been mixing and matching, trying a little, trying a little bit of everybody, and uh, some some characters I like more than others, but each one is definitely a contender, uh, and and each character is very fun. I, I think they have their own spe- Each one has their own specialties when you really get into the meat and potatoes of the mechanics. Uh, so they each one has their own specialties and uh, focus, but definitely having a lot of fun with that. And uh, played some more Evil West. I'm I feel like I'm closing in on the end of Evil West finally. And uh, like I've said before, it's a good game. 1080p or not, you know, be damned. It's 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 a solid. It is a solid action game. And uh, given the price I paid for it, I, I can't ask for any, anything more than that. Uh, I'm, the only game that I have not played more of is, is Sonic Frontiers. I did not get a chance to to run that this past week, but I'm going to try. I'm going to make a concerted effort to return to Sonic Frontiers because that game is fantastic as well. So. That's really what is what I've been up to. So, uh, Dez, what you been playing, bro? What have I been playing? Well, I've definitely been playing um, in GS or Nomad. Um, sorry, um, not No Man's Sky. <laughs> I've been playing PSO in GS. So I've been playing that with Joe. Um, like you said, we did go to the new area, and I'm really excited to be in the in the sunny uh, the sunny area. I think it's I think it's really fun. Like I'm. I'm liking being in a new area because it has been so long since we've been uh, someplace new. Um, and I enjoy um, that game. And I enjoy sitting um, and running around and creating uh, like new looks for my character. I know it's silly, but um, and I like the way that you're able to to change the weapons. So and really create who you who you want to play in, on the fly. Though I seem to be moving from uh, Tekker, Tekker Hunter, which is a um, like a paladin type, heal everybody, and a um, Gunner Force, which is my up close and personal fight everybody type um, type character. And I'm really enjoying how both of them uh, operate because they're both very different. And I think that's one of the things that that really makes me um like really enjoy the game is is the variety that you can that you can do so and i'm really happy to i'm really happy that i mean we, we get to explore this new area and then the area after it is going to be the winter area uh, or the snowy area so so we have two two new areas to to experience the level cap has been raised you can get more points you can get stronger and uh, they added new uh, dungeons that you can play with your with your friends. Although the the matchmaking uh, can be a little wonky, and by wonky is a nice way of saying that it's kind of poop. But uh, <laughs> but it's not it's not terrible terrible. You know it 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 it's not bad. It it definitely could be better, but it is definitely uh, not bad. 
Yeah, it just sucks when we play multiplayer. It's like we have to make sure and coordinate that we're in the same server. And then, you know, once we go and do run some dailies at particular spots like the Restal Forest or over at the um, other areas that we have to make sure that we're in the same room together. Uh, yeah. Sometimes... Yeah. And even and even when you're in the same room together, it doesn't like uh, like we'll be in the same area together, but it, they still are like, I don't think you're in the right area. And I'm like, yeah, we are. So I don't know. It's just I, I wish you I, I, I wish they that was a little bit better, but it's not. So. What are you going to do, you know, so. I'm except just play the game and enjoy it. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to do. So um, another game that I've been playing is, um, which I thought was really good, is um, uh, this new game called per- Potion Permit. And Potion Permit is a Zelda-like game in which you play an alchemist who goes to this town. And you're in this town, and you are... Basically, you're helping the town. Um, you're like the doctor of the town, and so you have to go into the forest and you fight cute little bears. It's it's a um, it's a pixel art type game, and you're running around and you have a little dog that follows you, um, and the dog uh, you feed and care for, and it'll sniff out ingredients. And so you basically it's like um it's like Atelier uh, Riza sort of. And so that's kind of how the game reminds me of. So you're running around, you pick up a different ingredients and you have a cauldron and you make the cauldron and then you sell uh, stuff and then you heal people. But the town doesn't like you because of of what a pr- prior uh, pharmacist did. They, they basically killed some of the indigenous plants and stuff. And so they do not like your your kind. But um, the, the quote unquote like faith healer wasn't able to uh, help the mayor's daughter and so you have to basically help uh cure the daughter and make the town like you so and so it's a nice fun game it has its own character creator and then you can run around and explore the island um that you're on and it's just a fun little game um i got it on a sale um i bought the uh the switch version so I have a physical switch copy of it and then they were having it on like a deep discount on on psn during their sale and so i bought it on psn because psn is my is my preferred way to play but um i do play the game or i i will play the game on handheld when i'm traveling so um and it's a really good game so i have no problem double dipping on a really good game plus it's really not that it's really not it's really not that expensive it was it was i think it was like 30 bucks max um and i actually think it was a little cheaper but but it's a really fun game if you haven't if you if you you know like games like atelier rise uh any of the atelier games you're probably gonna like this it's a lot of fun and the writing is really good yeah they have that game at retail for um 40 bucks physical GameStop. yeah Mm. so i bought it i bought it a lot cheaper than that that's crazy um but I got it directly from um, from the company, I think, and I think that might be why. Um, and then the last game that I played is uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. And Curse of the Dead Gods is a action roguelite. And when you play this guy, this grisly old guy, and you're running through this, it's a it's like um, Hades or any of those other type of uh, uh, two third um, 
a visual style where you're looking down on the guy and you're running around in a battle arena and then you pick you're running through this cave and you pick a different different uh path to get to the to the final boss and you're expected to die um it's not i mean i've only you know played a couple of the of the levels but it's terribly not that hard but it has a really fun light and dark mechanic and if you fight in the light uh the the monsters do normal damage but if you fight in the dark they do double damage so you have a torch and you have to light various different um uh brazers in the room and then you want to fight or near the brazers uh but the combat is really really tight it's very nice uh it's smooth uh the visuals you know are are nice it's just a really fun game and you can you there's all different types of weapons you can get um there's all different um melee weapons and uh uh guns and um ranged weapons and then you have your 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 um your uh torch and so you you have to put your torch out in order to fight and so if you're fighting in a hallway and you have to put your torch away and then you fight if it's in the dark you have to you know be very skillful or you're gonna get killed but they give you a thousand hit points so it's pretty it's actually pretty good and uh but you can parry and you can dodge and and both are effective and if you dodge at the right time or do perfect dodges or perfect parries you get extra uh stuff and there's different uh relics you can get um there's different um uh upgrades and ability scores and uh and it's on it's a path so if you ever played a a, a roguelike like um any of the ones where you have to go on a path up to where the to where the monster is you'll be familiar you'll be familiar with this game and so you pick your path and path are more battles there can be gold they can be shops they can be all different types resting areas you know and then that's how far you get up to but it's a pretty challenging game but i but i like it because um even though it's challenging uh it's fair and if you are good at it then it shouldn't be too hard you know at least i haven't found it pretty hard but there is an assistance mode which is really kind of fun so if you put it on the assistance mode you don't um you don't get any uh trophies you know so that's the only thing it, it, it locks you have three saves so you can have an accessibility uh save where you can change it up and make it easier you just won't get any you won't get any trophies so if you don't care about trophies then you, so you can play the game at your leisure so it's totally fine and then there are definitely unlockables uh when you when you die you can unlock a permanent boost and stuff like that so um so it's a fun little game and uh it was super cheap uh on psn uh so i bought it and so i'm basically going through my backlog of of games that i've had that I have a lot of, and I've just been playing some of the ones that have gotten a lot of really good um, reviews and or media attention, and I'm just trying to play them as well. So some of the games I'm looking forward to play this this week is like, you know, again, Curse of the Dead Gods, more Monster Hunter, more uh, New Genesis. Uh, I also bought like a Vampire Swan Song. I bought that when I was in Fresno with Joe, so I'm going to play that i haven't played it yet i think that's much more of a story driven game so i'll have to sit that sit down and play that you know when i'm not uh in a group or something that way i can kind of see if it's going to be something that i really want to get into and then another the last game that i oh and i got klonoa as well i bought klonoa um psn it was super cheap so i bought it on a sale um 
I need to get that. Yeah. Um, So I bought this on the sale uh, for the PS5. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get the, I I don't know if I'm going to get the main or the the physical for it, but I do want it. Um, And yeah, got imported from either Europe or uh, Hong Kong. Yeah. It was funny when I was in New York, I saw a copy of it for like uh, $50 and I almost bought it. It was a, it was a Europe, uh, Hong Kong version of it, but with, with the America, oh, those no, European because it had American. No, they had both. They had the Japanese, uh, the the Chinese version. Sorry, they had the Japanese version which had English, and then they had the uh, the other version, the American or the um, uh, European version with with English with, with the English cover. So I thought about buying it, but I ended up not. So but the last game that I want to play, which is another uh, multiplayer game, is World War Z Aftermath. Um, I want to play that. It's four players instead of three, and uh, you fight zombie hordes. So it's like a it's like a horde horde shooter um, with different um, you know you, different classes that you play and different and different classes that you play give you different loadouts and different ways to support your team. And I like it because it's four players instead of three, and um, uh, it's gotten pretty decent reviews. So. So if anyone is looking to play that on a game night, let me know. And uh, if you have it, let's play it. Yeah, so. I own it too. So um, the PS5 update is coming out on the 25th, which is what, uh, Wednesday, I believe? Yeah, there you so go. It's coming out next week, so on there. And, uh, I think, if Kevin, you... you might have it too. Um, I think we played it all. I think, I think the three of us played mm-hmm. it together really, like right at the beginning. You might have sold it back, though, now that I think about it. Now, what game is this again? World uh, War Z. World, World War Z. I never had World War Z. I thought you did. Huh. Okay. No, I never had that. Okay. Might have been on Game Pass. If I can find it on cheap somewhere, I, I might check. I might uh, grab it. Yeah. Cool. But uh, that's all that I've been playing. All right. So a good list from everybody. Uh, with that, we're going to move on to our next topic on our docket, and that is our main event. All right, Dez, you got the mic, brother. All righty. So uh, welcome to this episode's main event. And like I said before, main events will be every other uh, episode, uh, and then the vessel line will will, will follow. Um, so, so for this episode, uh, it's main event. Next episode will be the vessel line or what's going on 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 our Discord. So, the question for this this main event is, um, what is your most anticipated games of 2023? Let us know, and we'll discuss on our pi- we'll discuss our picks as well um, on this episode. Um, so, first and foremost, we got Will D, who says uh, uh, his games of ish- interest are number one is the uh, Kerbal Space Program 2. That's his number one most anticipated game. Um, I've never heard of it. So, <laughs> Joe, have you heard of it, Kev? I've heard it's of a, it. Yeah, it's a PC main main based game, but it's a simulator where you're... Um, oh, cool. Yeah, if yeah, Pikmin you, was a sim in-depth simulator, that's kind of what Kerbal is because you yeah, can build what? like. If Pikmin was an in-depth oh, PC simulator, 
Okay. Like, uh, it, 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 yeah, you're you're taking these Kerbals basically from the Stone Age into the Space Age, and you're building oh, wow. shuttles and sending them to the moon and beyond. It's, it 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 looks kind of it looks really interesting. It's probably not something I would play, but watching other people play it, uh, when things get interesting, when you're actually developing technology, I've I've watched some videos of it, and it it does look. It's a good watch, if nothing else. Cool. Um, and the rest is a lot of stuff that people will probably say. And a couple of that uh, people won't probably won't say. But uh, one of them is Starfield, which I it's, it's on my list of game, most anticipated games. Um, they've been talking about it for forever. So let's see uh, what happens. Um, I really hope that it's not one of, it's not, you know, like, I mean, we know it is, but let's come on, let's be honest. Um, but I'm hoping that it's you know not as bad as uh, when Elder Scrolls Skyrim came out with dragons flying backwards and crap like that, or even worse, uh, Cyberpunk. So I'm going to I'm going to hold out hope that it'll be a uh, a a I don't want to say bug free because that's no that's not going to happen. But I really hope that it is a a limited bug release and we can kind of jump into it and really have fun and then my 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 poor little xbox um s will be super happy to be turned on and it'll be super happy that it'll cry electronic tears of joy that i'm that i'm playing it okay so. I, i've got two questions for you sure all right would number one would starfield convince you to upgrade to a, an X, a Series X, and two, are you buying it or are you going back on Game Pass to get it? Um, so number one, nothing, nothing in the world will get me to upgrade to an X. Nothing, nothing. Not even Bethesda. Not even Bethesda. Not even Obsidian, because I, I hold, I hold Obsidian in a higher regard than Bethesda. To be completely honest, I think Obsidian is a much better game studio, in my opinion. But um, but no, I there's nothing that will that will convince me that that box is worth it. Sorry, I'm I'm totally happy with my S, especially for the amount that I play it. No, no, they, they'd have to come out with a whole bunch more of games than than just than just Starfield and the promise of of you know, mind-altering, explosive games in the future. No. Now, it's been over two years, and we still haven't gotten this game. So, no. No, that the, the, that ship has sailed for me investing any more of my money into, into the Xbox. Um, now, for your second question, um, that's up to Joe. So, if Joe, because he shares his Xbox uh, um, Game Pass with me, so my hope is that he will see the light and he will <laughs> uh, expand or, or expand his um, uh, his his subscription, you know, for the foreseeable future, because then I will have best of both worlds. So that's for me, right there. Okay. Wow, look at the silence is definitely. <laughs> I love it. The um, be my our game pass runs out on Monday. It runs out tomorrow. So, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm, we're playing chicken. <laughs> but not but no. wanting to upgrade for a for Obsidian. No, no. no I have, if if anything, if Joe actually lets his thing lapse, 
lets his lets his laps, then I'll then I'll end up getting it. Um, I'll end up I'll end up buying uh, Game Pass uh, for the time that I play Starfield, and and then I will probably you know let it lapse. There, again, there's nothing on Games Pass that I want that I want to play, save Starfield and the random Bethesda game that's going to come out when um, their game Invowed uh, or whatever comes out. I would get it again and then play it. So, but there, there's no other games on on that system that 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 makes it worth it for me to have game pass for any long period of time it, it literally is like a library you know no redfall definitely not redfall i have no i have no desire to play that game whatsoever got it no desire okay so uh the next one on wildy's list is legend of zelda tears of the kingdom uh that should be good i really hope that they get rid of the breaking of the equipment oh. amen Amen. That really took me out of the first game, and I never, and I never beat that game. I played it for for quite a while, but but the constant search to to get weapons is just annoying. I just don't like the, I just don't like that game mechanic, so I'm not gonna, you know what I mean. Uh, next one is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I had that on my list, but then I took it off, uh, because of because of my experience with uh with the first one, and that's only because. And we've talked about this before that I have a feeling that this is going to be super boring uh, after you get a certain power ranking. So for that one, I'm going to wait until uh, reviews come out. I might watch a couple of, uh, you know, beginning Let's Plays um, to see how it looks uh, before I invest any money in it. I just don't. I, I was solely disappointed in the first one. So. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, next one is Sons of the Forest. Uh, I'm not sure about that one. Um, if anyone wants to elaborate on Sons of the Forest, that would be great. I've never heard of it. Joe? Um, it's a survival game from what I know. So, oh. And it's coming out next month for Steam on there. So it's... Um, I'm not you know for sure what exactly it is the description of the game says sent to find a bill missing billionaire on a remote island you find yourself <laughs> in a cannibal infested hellscape craft build and struggle to survive okay. alone or with friends so it's an open world survival horror, horror simulator it's similar to valheim but Ooh. you know basically more uh, in, okay. in light of it being um it's from the makers of the forest if, if you yeah. know of the, I know the forest, forest. Yeah, it's the same type. Yeah. Of game, so. yeah, I'm 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 scared of survival horror games. I'm, it's not just this is not where 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 I go to normally. But but hey, if y'all are able to do that and and everything, that's 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 really interesting. I mean, I think it's funny that we have to survive save a billionaire, you know, because I don't know how many people would do that. <laughs> honestly, in, in this world now, save Elon Musk. Yeah, no, he can. Anyway, <laughs> um, next game is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Are either of you interested in in the new Assassin's Creed game? I'm personally not. I haven't really. Assassin's Creed is a series that never really spoke to me, so I have no, you know, desire for any of that. So, either of you? I'm I'm done with Assassin's Creed. I'm, okay. It's just not a sat. You're not assassinating anybody anymore. You're just one man armying it. No, it's in a uh, it's a it's an action adventure game now. But the, this Assassin's Creed, Kev, is going back to the way it was previously. It's a smaller game. It's not so high in scope. 
and uh, they might actually bring assassinations back into the mix. So I'm going to keep an eye out for it just in case. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if they're going back to the if they're going back to the to the original formula, that might be something to keep your eye on. But for me, it seems like it'll be just like you know Star Wars. Star Wars Jedi Survival. You gotta you gotta watch a little bit about it, you know, before you jump into it. I have no faith in Ubisoft. That's that's Mom. that's my problem. That's how I a lot of people are feeling now. No faith in Ubisoft's ability to make a good game anymore. Uh, you're not the only one, buddy. <laughs> uh, the next one is Where Winds Meet. Um, not sure about that one. Uh, I've heard of it. Don't know anything about it. Joe, he's looking it up. Crack internet. <laughs> I I mean I. I'm surprised at not more VR games because I know I know that um, Wildy is really big into VR, so I'm wondering if this is a VR game or or not. You know, I wonder if that Kerbal Kerbal Space Program too is a is a VR game. I don't think so. Doesn't look like it. Well, we'll come um, back. Well, where winds meet. Actually, we got to see this. This was in a um, Keeley Fest on here. It's it was basically. Uh, Open world game, um, kind of based in China, where it featured action, adventure, and martial arts, and we were kind of oh that um, okay. we're questioning oh, okay. the fact that that game looks so damn crazy and uh, expansive that we're like saying okay, I don't know if this game's actually going to come off pretty well. Yes, so. yeah, because because everything that we saw in the in the trailer made it look too clean and too like if I remember correctly, there was a lot of different like attack animations going on with the main character. He's on a roof and um, he's running around uh, and a lot of uh, sword strikes and a lot of very flashy moves. And we were wondering if it's going to live up to the hype that these trailers are making it. Yeah. I remember it now. Yeah. Yeah. And and you could do like, you could be like a merchant or an assassin, like, and anything in between. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole lot of, uh, it's like a jack of all trades, master of none type situation. If I'm now, I remember it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna throw the link uh, to it in the outline just in case you guys cool. want to peek at it. But yeah, it is that game. So cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Diablo Four, which is on my list. Um, I'm really excited to see the new Diablo uh, game. I really hope that they've learned. They probably haven't, but learned from uh, Diablo Three. Uh, I really like the art style. I'm glad that they took out the very, very uh, uh, high, you know, color rate, and it looks more. Um, I hate to, I dare to use the word realistic, but the um, it looks more gritty and a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna say grounded. It doesn't look so fanta- fanciful, <clears throat> and um, I'm really, I'm really here for it. I think that, I think that it will be, you know, fun. Um, and I just wonder, you know, what, what, what the big thing is gonna be. Like I expect it to be on the kin of Diablo three, but with, um, with better graphics and hopefully, uh, new skills, new and better skills. Are you interested in getting this, Joe? Um, I know we played Diablo three quite a bit. Like, is this one of the ones that you're anticipating? Yeah, I am. It was on my list actually. So, I mean, I I like the gameplay loop, of course. I'm curious about it. We played enough Diablo three on there. I mean, um, it's like a tentpole game. It's for that type of game. It's like a street fighter, you know, it's that iconic, you know, so 
So even though I'm, you know, I'm not curious, I'm curious what Blizzard's trying to do with it, you know, and uh, we'll see if it comes off pretty well or if it's gassed up the hell and back. You know, Diablo 3 didn't really launch in a great state on PC back in the day, but uh, this one should be good to go, so. Alrighty. Uh, Kev, you got any thought about that or is this, is this a pass for you? Um. I will probably say Diablo 4 is going to be a pass until I can get it on the cheap. Yeah, understandable. Uh, Next game uh, is another one that's on my list, and that Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. I have a feeling that if this is not optimized, uh, meaning looking great, and is and is not it is more than is not more than sixty frames a minute, people are gonna roast the shit out of it like they did Gotham Knights. Um, Gotham Knights was a fine game; I still play it, and I do think that uh, the DC games have been, my opinion only, have been really good. Um, and I I worry that. Uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League will be will be um, unceremoniously uh, roasted for for its graphics if it's not particular because of what happened with uh, Gotham Knights. So I don't even think people are going to look at the story or anything. They're going to look at how it looks and they're going to write it off. And I really hope that that does not happen because I think that this could be a really fun game. Um, is this on any of your guys' lists? Start with Joe. Uh, no, it's not on my list. I have not played any of the Rocksteady Batman games. And so, uh, you know, I definitely need to kind of make peace and go back and, uh, you know, play at least one of the Arkham games and uh, also go in and play Gotham Knights as well. So I'm probably not going to pick this up at launch. So, okay. Is it on yours, Kev? It might have been until it, the rumor <laughs> started circulating that it's going to be a games as a service. Oh, no, which... don't say that gave me uh yeah, which gave about... me uh, uh what is that uh avengers uh flashbacks when mm-hmm. i played that demo and if they are going to gas a game like this up which should be a standalone title in and of itself with environments that let you fully explore the character power sets that these characters have if they're going to gas it up i want no parts of it I see. I saw that, and my hope is that, you know, I really hope the battle pass is something that you. It's just like cosmetic, you know, or it has no. It has nothing else to do. It's just. It's just literally just just a way to make like, you know, if it's just cosmetic and it doesn't mess with anything else like that, and you're not locking it behind locking characters behind it or progression or anything like that. I do not want to like personally I don't want to support it, but I do but uh that's such a weird thing. It's like it's like adding it's like, hey, you know, here's your Sunday, you know, and if you want sprinkles, you have to pay a dollar for it. And you're like, okay. And so you get the sprinkles. But I hope the Sunday is good, you know, enough you know, to say, hey, you know, this is really good. I think it'll taste better with that, you know, or with this or with that, you know, because I, because I, my thought is what's going to happen is, is people are going to say, okay, you know, classic costumes are going to be, are going to be uh, behind a, uh, the battle pass or, or, you know, uh, boom, Captain Boomerang's, you know, boomerang skins and, you know, shit like that, that it has no consequence to gameplay or anything like that. It's just, 
it's just preying on people's nostalgia for for what they they want classic people to look like you know you know if it's something that's that's like innocuous which i don't think anything is you know any of that stuff is not innocuous but it's just uh I, I, I just don't want that to ruin the game so i'm totally there with you so. Dude, I'm so jaded. I could see <laughs> them. I could literally see them say, "Have have the base game come out, but make your confrontation with Superman or Batman part of the battle pass." Oh, I literally could see Ugh. them do that. Ugh, I would. Well, if they do that, then I have to not buy it. Like seriously, if it's if it's super aggressive and predatory, then it's like no, I'm not gonna. But I'm it. jaded when it comes to. <laughs> no, but the sad, but the sad thing about it is, you say that you're jaded, but that's some shit that they would they they would do. So like, you know, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility, and that's what makes it even worse. Because you could literally be like, you know, I don't want to be jaded. However, you know, some studio head exec is like. You know, a battle with Superman, we could probably charge people ten dollars for that. I'm like, what? So particularly like with the what's been going on of late with like Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. And Superman. If they if they brought in like if they had Henry Cavill do some do some uh, uh lend his his character likeness to Superman, I could definitely see them putting it is like, man. Oh man, I want to, I, I want to, I want to, I want to uh, fight the Henry Cavill version of Soups, mm-hmm. or I want to, I want to fight the uh, Ben Affleck version of Bats, or or whomever. With all this mm. turmoil going into the DC uh, movie universe, and fans being vocal of who they want to see play these characters on the big screen, I definitely could see them putting stuff like that as part of a battle pass. Mm-hmm. Well, it is my hope that now that, now that everyone sees, <laughs> no, 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 but it is my hope that now that these companies see what has happened to crystal dynamics and Sony and Marvel's Avengers, they will think twice about being that aggressive or going that route. And I think that they will. It just means that they are going to go back to the drawing board and find another way to, to do this because there's too much money being left on the table for them not to. So we'll just have to wait and see. So the next one on on a Wheel D's list is Spider-Man 2. Yes, that is on my mm. list as well. I think it's going to be a fantastic game, and I cannot wait to play it. Uh, the next one is RoboCop Rogue City. Um, wasn't there already a RoboCop game that came out a while ago? Like for when the when the remake came out? No. No, oh. it's been it's been a hot minute. So this is a new one, huh? Well, I mean, hey, if anyone is ripe for a game, it's definitely RoboCop. And uh, I hope you're not the RoboCop from the game, and you can make your own RoboCop. That'd be awesome. But most likely, you're the robot, you're RoboCop from the game, and they'll probably sell you a skin. That way, you can look like either RoboCop. <laughs> Damn it, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> so that was on my list too. Robocop? Yeah, Robocop Rogue City. All right. All righty then. Uh, And then he ends with, holy crap, that is quite the list. No way that all of these games actually get released this year. Bets, question mark, question mark, question mark. So (laughs) I was wondering which ones are going to be delayed. Well, I I hope that um, 
uh, Spider-Man does not get delayed. That is my hope. Most likely, easy money's on Starfield, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I would say also easy money on delaying would be Suicide Squad. Yeah, to change it up, especially if the especially since this um, we're gonna talk about it in the news, but since especially since the battle pass is leaked and what's happening with Marvel, they might go back to the drawing board to take a look and see what their battle pass and their monetary or secondary, you know, uh, monetary practices are going to be. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then our good friend John BT says, I I'm I may be more out of the loop. But my main games for 2023 that I'm looking forward to are Monster Hunter Rise. Well, good news. It's out. So we can definitely play that uh, on game night. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. I haven't played it yet and will! Exclamation point. Uh, Last of Us 2. Same situation as God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Dead Space Remake. I've never played this, but I'm curious. I've never played it either. I don't play horror games, so you have to let me know how it is. And then on his list again is Zelda. Honestly, I'm guessing I'll wait till a new system comes out because I don't want to lag. I don't blame you. Um, hopefully this new system will be coming out uh, soon. We'll get a... It'll be heralded as the next coming in the in in the video game um, Holy Trinity when, <laughs> when Nintendo releases an advanced model of the Switch. So... We'll see. Um, I know that you're thinking about getting De- the Dead Space remake, uh, Kev. What What are your thoughts on that? Are you going to pick that up? Oh yeah, yeah. Something to, something something to wash the Callisto Protocol out of my mouth. <laughs> definitely, are, definitely get definitely getting a Dead Space remake for sure. Are you going to be picking it up too, uh, Joe? No, um, I'm trying to learn from my purchasing errors, as I don't want to buy it just to have it sit on my shelf. So. Okay, so you'll get it when it's time to play it. That's Pretty good. much, yeah. All right, so uh, Joe, let's go with you. What are some of your um, some of your uh, anticipated games of twenty three that have have not been mentioned yet? Uh, first game on the docket next month: Wild Hearts, uh, Tecmacoe, uh, same with a side of EA business. You know, this crazy. Basically, it's a uh, Totigan 3, but uh, not Totigan 3. So you got your uh, Japanese uh, feudal, like, you know, mythical creatures. And, you know, basically this is the Totigan sequel that I've been waiting for, you know. And so, you know, the thing with the platforms and whatnot just sounds like another new element to kind of differentiate the gameplay from a Monster Hunter-esque type title, you know. So I'm definitely there day one. I actually put, put my money down. Well, personally, to be completely honest with you, I would have rather had a um, a Totokin two uh, or Totokin three, three and had yeah. the spirits come back. I think that had been having spirits and fighting giant monsters. I think would have been a really cool, a really cool idea. But they chose not to do that. So we'll see. Yeah. But I think I think it'll be fun. Also on my list is hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Kev, are you going to be picking up uh, that game as well? I probably will. I probably will because I was very, I was very down on it when it was initially showed because it looked just like Monster Hunter with cross with Fortnite, and yeah. I, I just wasn't feeling that. Later, later uh, breakdowns of it seemed to show what it was trying to do and bring something a little bit different to the hunting genre. So I'll be taking a look at it. 
I'll definitely be taking a look at it. Yay. Yeah. Yay, we all get to play it. Awesome. I can't wait. What's next, Joe? Uh, next on my list, actually, it was uh, Bandai Namco's um, with Amazon Game Studios on the side, Blue Protocol. So this is like the game I'm thinking is going to be a, a PSO2 beater, basically. This is a, a free online multiplayer action RPG, basically. And I've been waiting for this game after I've seen it kind of looked like uh, something in my wheelhouse. So I'm definitely um, going to be all in to it. I'm not sure if I'll have to see what the paid paid items, if need be, whether I'm just going to do the free-to-play stuff or you know, pay some down if they do like some sort of pre-order bonus for some cosmetics slash, you know, maybe weapons, that kind of thing, just to support the uh, developers, if need be, on that. Uh, any of you two interested in Blue Protocol? Uh, I pr- I am. I mean, I will probably be picking it up. I mean, to be, you know, no lies, no shades. I probably will pick it up because I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. So that's why I think that's that's why I'm picking it up. I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. I know that you're going to be playing it, and I I think it'll be better off than um, uh, what should I call it? What was uh, what was that? Um, Genshin Impact. You know, I like Genshin Impact, but Genshin Impact really didn't have any story in my opinion. So that's why I think it's going to be a little bit better. Good deal. Also on my list, uh, even though I haven't played the demo, you've played the demo for spoken, which is basically coming out on Tuesday. So, you know, I, you know, I enjoyed what I've seen of the previews of this game. And, um, you know, instead of playing the demo, I'm just going to go all in on Tuesday, especially because it comes with the steel book, you know, me and my steel book. So, (laughs) Yeah, I'll be getting that. I can't wait to play that game. Make sure to pre-order from Best Buy because that's the retailer that is offering the steelbook. So so also on my steelbook business and game I'm definitely interested in playing is Like a Dragon Ishin. So uh, this is the um, samurai-based Yakuza game, the second one that they brought out. And uh, they are releasing it in English and... Basically, it's uh, that particular team's foray into using Unreal Engine 4 because before they were using their Dragon Engine. And so I think this is their test game to be able to go in and bring a remake of this out. And, uh, you know, especially Samurai era, like adventure games, like Way of the Samurai or things of that nature. I mean, I think this will speak to me. I'm thinking that, you know, I'm going to play this right away because, you know, even though, you know, I haven't played a ton of Yakuza games, I'm familiar with the main characters. I could be familiar with it enough that way I don't feel the need to know the big, long plot line. This is just basically a side story anyway. So look at Eager Beaver to kind of check that out. So I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I I was looking at it and I was like, okay. Um, and with you mentioning Way of the Samurai made me like ex- exceptionally happy because I really liked that series and I do think that this series uh, will harken back to that. Uh, before we move on, I wanted to say, uh, Kev, will you be getting Forspoken? I yeah. meant to ask mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I cannot wait to see uh, what nails you choose. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, uh, Joe, what's next on your list, buddy? Um, I think a game we talked about before, and I'm kind of picking up 
this game now because it comes with a steelbook. I want to grab it. I want to support the developers. And that would be Woe Long Fallen Dynasty. I know this game's on Game Pass, but I'm not going to have Game Pass by the time it comes out. I'd rather <coughs> purchase, purchase it directly uh, from the retailer, from Techno Koe, and give them props for bringing this game out on there and support the developer to do so. I could curate my own. Uh, games I want to play. Thank you, Xbox. So, so um, you know, and I know you played the demo, Kev, and I know you. This is probably on your list. I, you know, especially with me, I've kind of not played Sekiro. I have not played a lot of Souls games, and so I'm just seeing if this game's gonna like kick my ass and wipe the floor with me. We'll see. So, mm. yeah. Are you looking forward to one long, Kev? Oh that... yeah, that's 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 on my list. That's definitely on my list. All right. Hey, oh, are you getting? Are you playing it on Xbox? Oh no, 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 no. PlayStation, PlayStation. Yeah, it's it's coming out for PlayStation Five. No, I'm not buying it on Xbox. Were you thinking about buying it on Xbox? I thought about it, but then I've, I I play all these. I I don't like those those buttons on the xbox controller they feel like mouse buttons that 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 they they substitute for the l1 and r1 i don't like the l1 and r1 buttons on the on the xbox controller at all particularly for a third person action game they feel like i'm making mouse button clicks and it's just i just don't get that 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 tactile feedback that i need uh, in games like that, so no, I thought about it, but then I was like, eh, "Have I ever played a, a Souls game on Xbox?" No, <laughs> no need to start now. I mean, you could renew Games Pass and go for it. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna need to see some. I, I'm gonna need to see some serious. Some. I made. I made get it for a month when starfield comes out because i don't really see myself buying starfield outright uh so i may rent it for a month or so just to see what that game's all about got it also on my list um coming pretty soon is octopath traveler 2 on there um they are bringing a ps5 version so i'm kind of happy about that even though i know and square's kind of wacky with the uh, hey, we're going to bring this random game out on this platform now where it wasn't on this platform before kind of thing. So, <laughs> but uh, um, it's coming out in February and um, definitely grabbing it. And keeping on the RPG tip, I'm also excited for Sea of Stars on that. That's an indie game we talked about before coming out in the summer. Yep, on that's there. on my list too. Yeah, it's Can't from wait. The developers of The Messenger on there. Uh, it looks like very a love letter to 16-bit RPGs, and, and that's right in my wheelhouse. So, uh, also keeping on the RPG tip on there as well, Ayudin Chronicle: Hundred Heroes. This is the uh, game that's being made by the uh, Konami developers that did Sudokin in Sudokin 2 and all the Sudokin games in the series. And so I'm definitely down to try that out. I know they brought a little side game out, Udikin Chronicle, Chronicle uh, that's available uh, for download now. It's more like an action RPG, like a little mini game kind of thing going on. But I'm definitely looking forward to that. And speaking of Sudikin, um, Sudikin 1 and 2 remake, 
uh, that Konami is actually publishing. I think they got the inspiration because of the fact that the Kickstarter for Ryudin Chronicle did so damn well <laughs> on there. Um, also, RPG uh, on the RPG tip, Legend of Heroes Trails of Azure, Trails into Reverie. Both are like basically games that I've been looking forward to picking up on there. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics as well on there. Uh, strategy RPG in the Metal Slug universe on there. Any any comments on any of those, Des? I wasn't sure if uh, you were going to pick up any of those or interested, maybe. Uh, some of the Tales games, or Trials games, sorry, I almost likely will be, will be picking up, but uh, all the other ones I'll probably try at your house. Got it. Next one I know is going to be on your list too, Des. I already put the my, my dollar, my GameStop uh, credit down on this bad boy, and that is going to be the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. On yep. Coming Can't on wait. April. Yep. Sixty bucks, but you get like every damn Metal Mega Man Battle Network game. Uh, I did pre-order on the PlayStation, and I'm sh- not sure if you're going on the Switch or not, Des. Uh, probably double dipping on it. I probably get it for the Switch and for PlayStation. Um, I like it because you get, like you said, you get everything and you get all the DLC or anything that was specially done specifically in Japan as well, from what I understand. So I'm yeah. super excited. Super excited. Good deal. Well, maybe I'll have to pull, buy it on the Switch if you're going to mainly play on the Switch. I'm not sure if there's any network uh, communication with the game or not, but if you're going to double dip, I'll definitely play with you on PlayStation if there is. So Yeah. Also, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, still looking forward to that. You know, I'm thinking Nintendo and uh, Monolith are going to do a great job with that. We'll see what changes they do make to the gameplay. I'm not sure if it's coming out in May, and they might push it back if they decide to bring out a new S- Switch, possibly so. Also on my list, a uh, game I'm kind of interested in, uh, uh, Love the baby of Dino Crisis and Anthem, which is going to be Exo Primal from Capcom on there, you know. Yeah, I know we don't really know a lot of what this game is. I know it's a lot of, like, uh, player versus player shenanigans on there, but I'm kind of curious to see what exactly it is on there. And uh, speaking of Capcom, I am excited for Street Fighter VI. Uh, I'm going to be there day one. I enjoyed what I played in the demo. Also, whenever Tekken 8 drops, I'll be there with Kev to buy that day one. I'm definitely going to check that out on there. And um, a few more wild cards on my list. Uh, Everspace 2. I always love me some good ship um, exploration game. I know this game's been in early access for a while now. I know that the uh, base game's going to come out in this year, and uh, I'll be curious to check that out. Remnant 2, uh game that was shown on the Game Awards. Uh, definitely enjoyed what I play Remnant from the Ashes. I'm definitely looking forward to kind of resuming that and see where that team kind of picks up the ball and kind of rolls with it then from there. So that's pretty much a lot of games for 2023. So we'll see if every, every one of these games come out or not, you know, whether I get to, to play every one of these games. So. Man, I'm here for them. Uh, Kev, what are the games that you're most anticipating? So, Spider-Man 2, of course. Um, that, well, my number one spot is, is, is there's a trifecta for number one. Um, so, Spider-Man 2 is definitely in the running 
Final Fantasy 16. Yes, that was um, on my list too. That is probably that is probably my most antis- my most anticipated until they announced that Grand Blue Fantasy Relink was scheduled for a 2023 release. I, I don't know anything about the Grand Blue universe. I know it was a Japanese mobile game. Don't know anything about the characters. Don't know anything about the history. There was a fighting game that came out for it um, that has a lot of... Um, that I think was probably underrated by the fighting game community. I thought it was okay. Um, I I had it for a while, but I never I never really I think in fact I still might still have it, but I never really got into it into it. And from what I understand, the RPG elements in that game carry over or is part of the story in Relink, but the combat in Relink looks like devil may cry on steroids and Mm. very reminiscent of what they're doing with final fantasy 16. And that has me super hyped. So those three games right off, right on rip. uh, I totally forgot to add those to my list. So yeah, I already pre-ordered final fantasy 16 actually. Yeah. That was on my list as well. Um, aside from what has already been mentioned, um, I'm going to probably say, oh gosh, uh, um, because just about everything else that was on my list has already been mentioned. Uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Six, of course. The whenever they decide to come out with Tekken Eight, and the the last one I'm going to mention simply because. My our our lists very much uh, intersect is uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Oh yeah, I know that was one of yours. Yeah, um, very much enjoy the first one. Again, don't know anything about the 40k universe. Probably am not. <laughs> I'm not interested in learning about the 40k universe, but. I just like the I just like the 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 action love the action in that first game and I guess now they're, they're instead of orcs they're fighting what it, the, the 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 their version of what aliens Yeah the Tyranids Tyranids okay just aliens Yeah and I'm <laughs> Yeah sign mm. me up sign me up sign me up um I would also say Black Myth Wukong, but I I don't really want to throw that in since we don't know any we don't know there has never been a, a an even a whiff of a release date for that game um, from what from what I understand. But the game looks phenomenal. Um, they, had so a I'll just, tra- they had a little trailer, Kev, and they mentioned it's coming out winter twenty twenty three slash. 2024 so 2023 24 uh, that that probably means 2024 <laughs> yeah probably. it probably does yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with 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 those games right there for my for my most anticipated yeah i mean they all sounds like really cool really cool games thank you all for for mentioning them a couple of games that i'm going to be playing uh or that have not been mentioned was Hogwarts Legacy. I think that's going to be a fantastic game. It's been uh, in the in the 
it's been <clears throat> being planned and and you know a lot. So I think that when that game comes out, it's going to be great. And the last game is uh, Advance Wars One and Two. Those two remakes I've wanted for a very long time. I think they are some of the best tactical uh, games that you could that you could play and and they're just fantastic especially on um uh being remastered and and remade um so i i'm definitely super excited to play those games when they come out um so want to say thank you to everyone who took the time to answer um and again we'll give you another shout out at the end uh of the show so the question the, the new question uh for main event uh episode 197 that's not the next one but the one after is uh with marvel's avengers live service being shut down do you think the age of live service games are coming to an end also do you prefer live service games that offer an ongoing experience or would you rather have a game with a beginning a middle and a definite ending let us know your thoughts and we will discuss them on episode 197 so uh want to let you know that as always after the main event or the vessel lines we turn to jabroni gaming news all right thank you des you're welcome and, and since we are talking about marvel's avengers let's mention these uh said information so crystal dynamics you know after their uh, sale over from Square Enix over to uh, the God. What's what's the name of the company that bought them out? I forgot. Embracer. Yeah, Embracer. Embracer so I don't know. It's like I got a, got a mental block or something. But yeah, they have announced in a blog they did it on Friday, like in the evening, <laughs> that it's going to publish its final update on March 31st, Aww. 2023, and end all official support on September 30th, 2023. However. After September 30th, single and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available. So that's the main thing. So they're just going to eliminate official support. So who knows if hackers will get in there and whatever. But uh, with the last update on March 31st, 2023, update 2.8, we will no longer add new content or features to Marvel Avengers. Also, uh, with that particular update, um, they are going to make all cosmetics free on there so so update 2.7 which added the winner soldier hero and cloning lab omega level threat is the last new content to be added in the game no new cosmetics are in development all the uh, final balance updates will occur in update 2.8 um they're also going to um you know basically all remaining credit balances if you do happen to be the sucker that bought like uh, in-game currency in this game will be converted to in-game resources to aid on ongoing adventures so well, they're good. actually going to give you some credit for your live money on there that you were using to buy the cosmetics on there so that's nice so, so you know even though the game's not going away it's not like babylon's fall or another game where basically once the service is done, the game is offline. So it's still going to be available for people to play. And the game really sh- truly could have should have been a uh, single player game, but or a multiplayer game with a beginning, middle, and end. But uh, you see, Lavi, any thoughts about the Marvel's Avengers going away, Des? Nope. Good riddance. <laughs> 
<laughs> I ain't trying to be mean or anything, but I mean, it, I think it was a great experiment. They tried. It didn't work. Uh, I hope this is a is a message to other people, to other game studios who are doing this, who, who feel that they could take, you know, very well-known and successful IPs and then think that they could just live off them for the rest of their lives. It just yeah. wasn't into it. Or if you're going to try something, at least give something that's that's just better and more and 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 more better well received so so again this is not the last time that something like this is going to happen and that's why i say it was a test and now we're going to see what happens in the next one so let's take the first let's take the first and ain't gonna be the last well i'm kind of thinking this is what caused square to kick crystal dynamics to the curb and saying okay we had enough of this business Mm -hmm. on there so even though you know they got you know games such as tomb raider hitman you know, to be a call upon as well, you know, uh, Deus Ex, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of unfortunate on that. So also too, uh, speaking of games as a service, there is a kerfuffle online this past week and we kind of mentioned it in our main event, but, uh, some suicide squad uh, versus the justice league images leaked and they confirmed uh, service game elements such as a battle pass. It kind of this image originated on the 4chan form, you know, the the greatest form of all, and it was verified by sources. Basically, it's from a recent test build of the game, and so there was various menus planned, and they had battle pass and multiple currencies shown in the image on there and the development source did tell um sources that the um game does have a battle pass being planned for it but it's going to be focused on cosmetic items such as skins on there so in addition the various currencies shown at the top of the leak image are understood to be xp used to power up and customize the skill trees of each hero anti-hero the uh, suicide squad in the game making making them unique to the player uh, you don't start off debuffed and weak uh from what they were told you start off with great and get get ridiculous just like um the arkham knight series on there so and um we'll have to see what happens with this business but uh you know hopefully it's not gassed up to where it's paid a pay to win basically what's your guys's opinion with this screenshot being leaked and we're kind of questioning what's going on with the game i don't want to say nothing because i feel bad <laughs> i don't want it to be like that like i really want it to be uh, i want it just to be a game like uh this yeah i'm i i hope i hope that it's false but we know it isn't and i hope that it's not as as uh crazy as it is but we know it is so we'll just have to hope and see how about you yeah Jeff? yeah i'm just i'm i'm gonna be in a holding pattern for this game mm-hmm. i like the idea of the arkham uh pedigree behind it but it's like i so this is a Warner Brothers. This is Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. I could really see Warner Brothers doing something, particularly with the way um, DC has been hemorrhaging money of late mm-hmm. with their projects. Um, I could really see them looking at this as 
a means to inject some cash and another, gassing it up. Another kind of a cautionary um, sign is that the co-founders of Rocksteady left the studio at the end of last year. So mm. they left. Yeah, they basically announced that they were leaving. They left at the end of 2022 on here. Co-founders Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker both left the studio and they basically founded the studio by themselves back in 2004. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they, they you know. <laughs> they, they might be like, said, we out. We out. So, yeah. I'll have to see what's up with that business. We'll see more once the game gets a firmer release date. We kind of know what's going on. So, And also other game news this week. Um, Microsoft did uh, a quite painful um, layoff on there. They basically laid off 4.5% of their entire workforce, around 10,000 people. And this affected the company's gaming divisions, in particular Halo Developer 343 Industries, Bethesda Game Studios, and also their marketing department. Of course, uh, Phil on Friday pretty much sent out a company-wide email, which was obtained by said sources, Kotaku, uh, but they basically, uh, he indicated in the email said that the cuts would set it up for quote-unquote long-term success. So this is Phil writing his uh, email to the Microsoft employees, Xbox employees in question, saying that this has been a difficult week across Microsoft here and inside our teams now that many of the one-to-one and team conversations have happened. I want to take a moment to reiterate the message that you've heard from your leaders. So this is a challenging moment in our business, and this week's actions were painful choices. So painful. Uh, gaming leadership team had to make decisions that we felt set us up for the long-term success of our products and business, but the individual results of those decisions are real. I know that hurts. Thank you for supporting our car- colleagues as they process these changes on there. So... He continues to go on over the coming weeks. We'll have many opportunities to connect and answer your questions, including the monthly gaming update next week for teams to attend that meeting. I'm in close contact with teams at Zenimax to provide support. So So he goes on to add, Xbox is a long series of success thanks to the work you do in service of players, creators, and each other. Kumbaya. Our work, (laughs) your work is so deeply appreciated and valued in these times of change. This is integral to our business momentum. So, so yeah. Never mind this 80 billion we're getting ready to drop. We we really can't help you. Pretty much. um, There's some former Halo developers at 343 and the layoffs came back and they made a statement, uh, you know, some sour milk on there. So, uh, came coming back basically. Um, a couple of uh, former 343 staff commented on Twitter. One critic is Patrick Wren, who had previously worked at 343 for eight years and was senior multiplayer designer on Halo Infinite before leaving in October 2021. On here, and he commented the layoffs at 343 shouldn't have happened and Halo Infinite should be in a better state. The reason for both of those things is incompetent leadership. Up top during Halo Infinite's development, causing massive stress on those working hard to make Halo the best it could be. The people I work with every day were passionate about Halo and wanted to make something great for the fans. They helped push for a better Halo and got laid off for it. 
Mm-hmm. Devs are there still working hard on that dream. Look at Forge. Be kind to them during this awful time. And that's what he made a statement on there. So, um, Also another um, developer, former 343 developer, uh, Tyler Owens, made a statement here. He worked at 343 during the development of Halo 5 and is now at Respawn. And he made a comment online. As a Halo fan, I'm really tired of Microsoft business practices and policies slowly killing the thing I love between the contracting policies they abuse for tax incentives and layoffs in the face of gigantic profits, executive bonuses. They say set up Halo for failure on there. So, damn, people are not happy. Yeah, another developer, former 343. uh, Uh, company person came in um nick um at nick the birdman on twitter and it says don't forget the heavy reliance on contractors vendors and that messed up system i would have loved to stay on the team if i could have and worked my way up still one of my favorite jobs i've been at you know so i guess the contract uh workers that they contracted out to do development yeah you know just uh just bad so so, and uh, basically just stating the guy that they brought back to save Halo Infinite has left 343 Studios. So, um, he left. Ain't he no is, saving it. Ain't no mm-hmm. saving it. Yeah, saving mm-hmm. it, yeah. Um, and then basically what happened is that at that point, he has gone on. He's not left the company, but has moved on to Microsoft Game Studios. So, he previously has, prior to this, worked on... Uh, such games as Crackdown 3 and uh, mm. ReCore as well. So ReCore was a good game though. Yeah. So I can't I can't front on ReCore. Crackdown though, eh, but I enjoy Crackdown, but you know, it is basically Crackdown just in a for next gen it really didn't take anything above and beyond. But uh, he was uh, head of creative for Halo Infinite, but he is leaving. Uh, there is rumors right now with Halo Infinite and with this uh, whole thing that there was basically that 343 were no longer going to develop actively Halo titles that they were going to be kind of the gatekeepers of the franchise and contract out to other developers and studios and they had to make some sort of weak statement uh, basically a tweet saying that uh, they are still going to continue to uh develop halo and that they will be continuing to work on epic stories multiplayer and more so so mm. we'll have to see with all that business is but uh you know if i uh, if i had a uh a care about halo as much you know i think out of the three of us kev you probably played most halo out of the three of us and uh you know i know that uh, we kind of criticize microsoft a lot on this show and i just want to see a better microsoft really and truly and if this halo is a banger you know it's great but since bungie left you know microsoft just seems like this franchise has just been kind of floundering about itself a little bit so yeah it and the thing that we have to remember is that the Microsoft that we want to see return is never coming back. Oh, no. Not as long as the current leadership remains in power. It would require a complete 180 of their model, their their business their practices, their mission, 
there everything is going to literally have to be stopped dumped and the ship turned around and i personally just don't see that happening um this and and the thing that cracks me up the most the thing that cracks me up the most is that i see people uh uh capping for this company that has a trillion dollar market cap saying oh well uh layoffs are going on are going around uh, uh all throughout the tech industry and google laid off 12,000 people and this group laid off a few hundred people and they lied up yeah that's true and i don't want to i don't want to use people's loss of jobs to console war but none of those companies are getting ready to drop 80 billion dollars to buy the from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, the biggest uh, software publisher in the world. A a am I wrong? I is 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 that is that a is that an incorrect statement? No. Yeah, you're dead on. None of that. them are getting ready to spend eighty billion dollars to add on more companies, more staff, which means uh, more people on payroll, more benefits that need to be monitored and taken care of, and you guys can't handle the stuff you've got on your plate right now. Yeah, Where, where's that fable, you know? Where, where's some new games? I mean, I don't know. It's just, uh, where's that Perfect Dark reboot, you know? There's a lot that Microsoft needs to kind of, the receipts are coming due a bit on these, like, you know, most powerful alliance of developers and gaming all for Games Pass. So. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's like this, the, these bills are way overdue, way overdue. And I'm, I mean, now, is there a whole lot of stuff on Activision that I really care about? No. But... What I'm seeing here is what people that have been criticizing Microsoft of being or, or, or of and, and accusing them of being for decades being true. They don't know how to create. All they can do is buy. Buy, buy, buy. We can't, we need games. We're not, we, we have studios that we can't manage correctly. All right, let's buy the biggest publisher around and put them on payroll. For games that they were getting anyway, that's the thing. And, you know, uh, uh, shout out to everybody who has pointed this fact out. Uh, King Thrash is the one that comes to mind. He said, w if this deal... Uh, uh, goes through what are you getting as an Xbox fan those same games were coming to your platform anyway you're not getting anything new you're not getting you're, you're not you weren't closed off to uh, uh, a lineup of Activision games you were not being denied those games on your platform of choice you're still getting them you were going to get them whether this Activision deal was 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 going to go through or not. So why spend the eighty billion 
to do this when you could just take a small chunk of that money and go to these developers and start a a China hero program like what Sony's been doing and uh, make a massive appeal to uh, indie devs and literally just start landing exclusive deals, either timed or, or permanent, and say, hey, we want you guys on our platform. We want to really distinguish the Xbox uh, uh, gaming space and make it unique and offer a lot of experience that you can only get here. And none of it would require laying out just a huge, ridiculous outlay of cash like that. Building relationships within the industry. But, you know, hey. But why? <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but but why? Well, we'll have more to talk about next episode. The uh, developer direct from Microsoft is dropping. Uh, they're going to talk more about Redfall. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, I believe Forza, and um, one other Microsoft game. I can't think off the top of my head. So, <laughs> so we'll see what they have to come. You know, a lot of people's ex expectations are sky high that they're going to talk about other things. They're going to talk about those four games, and that's it. So, well, we'll have to see. You know, and yeah, you know, whole Game Pass thing. We'll see once the year kind of falls up. We'll see Starfield, Redfall, and see what else microsoft brings to the table for 2023 i just you know i don't don't think we're going to see hellblade 2 i don't think we're going to see a lot of the games that they've previously have announced unfortunately uh, the third party stuff might be coming out but uh, uh i don't know you know i'm just kind of indifferent i just i feel like you know i'm not even using sonic frontiers or a game i'm going to pick as my token xbox series game i just <laughs> Feel feel like that, you know. I'm just gonna run emulators probably on the Series X or <laughs> maybe play some old Xbox 360 games, Final Fantasy 13, you know, something like that. You know, I'm just kind of indifferent with my what Microsoft's bringing to the table, and you know, I wish they would bring some heat. You know, I'm really curious to see what Fable is. Uh, you know, I know that Everwild, I was kind of curious about from Rare. It just seems like. Uh, Games get announced and then they just kind of fade out and we don't know what's going on with them. So, you know, yep. COVID or no COVID, I mean, there's no really excuse, you know, and even prior to COVID, I mean, you're looking at stuff like ReCore, Sunset Overdrive, you know, Crackdown 3. It's just, it just continues to go with Xbox, unfortunately. So, I would rather. I would rather them actually do what they want to do and just be a third-party publisher and just get out of the console space altogether and let somebody else come in and really compete in this area. I don't know who that would be, who that could be, but... It, it it's just not xbox at this point we'll see i mean if there's any xbox fans listening to this maybe will d i don't know if you have anything to you know come in to say what you think about xbox i know and kind of go from there it may be because you know we're, we're not digging on the service games they are bringing to the table you know the sea of thieves of the world and that kind of thing you know and uh 
grounded on there. So, mm. so we'll continue to talk about the misfortunes of Microsoft in the coming year. And we'll see if they can shore things up. So um, I threw in the, also in the news, uh, I want to correct something I mentioned previously. Black Myth Wukong is actually going to be launching in summer of 2024. So they announced a, they had a short film released in celebration of the Lunar New Year that uh, they had a short film. Um, Game Science is the name of the developer that's working on Black Myth Wukong on there, but uh, they have not mentioned any platforms either besides PC on here. So we'll have to see. But, uh, you know, that game is, just continues to be talked about. It looks excellent from what uh, we've seen. It's Unreal Engine 5, I would think, right? Right, Kev? Yeah. So. And then also I want to talk about, I kind of mentioned I already had in the news, but you mentioned it during the main event, though, but uh, there was a couple of uh, Grand Blue Fantasy announcements. And so I kind of caught this and I was very interested. Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising was announced. So there's a new version of the fighting game. It's coming out in 2023. It's coming out for PS5, PS4, and PC. On here, I know it's going to have rollback netcode on here. They advertise a new mechanic in the game. As well as new mechanic for ultimate skills, uh, talking about that, uh, it's the powerful version of the plus skills on there. There's going to be new characters and stages, new story content on there. Uh, I know that it was a PlayStation Plus game at one point, so I think if you've redeemed it, um, it'll definitely be in your backlog if need be. If you have a PlayStation Plus account, then mind you, on there, but uh, they also have enhanced the graphics in the game. They're using more in-game shaders and post-processing effects on there to emulate the uh, art style of Grand Blue Fantasy. There is a new online lobby that they're going to have with the game, too, on there. It looks pretty cool, so, you know, I'm kind of... I wasn't sure what your uh, hitbox if you were thinking about going back to play Grand Blue Fantasy uh, versus at all, Kev. But I'm definitely down for it. So. Yeah, I could. I I could. I'll 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 wait. I'll wait until the. Um, I'll wait until this update comes. Well, they actually have an update. They have an update coming for the actual game that they previously released, and after that, then uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising. This is going to be a separate game, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, to get dish out like like the dollar dollar on there. So the, oh, uh, it's final, not. So you can't build it. It's not going to be an expansion off the original. Okay. No, it's actually an entirely new game. An yeah, entirely the, new the, game. Okay. Yeah, the Grand Blue Fantasy versus the game, the pre game that was previously published by um, Exceed here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. On here, it's getting a two point eight five update that is going to come out on Tuesday on January 24th on there and that's going to obviously have some minor gameplay adjustments on there some boss music added and then um, mentioning the fact that they have a Grand Blue Fantasy versus Blitz on there so I guess it's going to be a plan to be held until June so there's a mode in the game on there and there's a tournament announcement for the game as well so they're having a uh, 1 million yen prize pool on there and they're running a tournament in japan on there starting on february the 11th so it's kind of cool okay on there so so looks like they're going to continue on to support this game so but arc system works you know they probably got that cash dollar dollar from Psygames games on there to continue with this thing so Mm-hmm. And the game is quite popular in Japan as far as the uh, base Grand Blue Fantasy game. So, 
And as you mentioned uh, before in the main event, yeah, they did release another new trailer for Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which is coming out for PS5, PS4, and Steam. It's uh, going to be out 2023. It is a worldwide drop once it is ready to be released on there. Uh, they, they did have an English trailer available for this. It's about about four-minute trailer. I happened to watch it and take a look at it on there. And uh kind of up my alley on there because you know i haven't really dabbled with the mobile game at all but you know when the mobile game originally came out like 10 years ago it was uh kind of the greatest of the greatest of the rpg creators at the time you know basically and they got together to contribute like music for the uh, mobile game uh, art for the mobile game and so um, you know, it's really hard because I know that the mobile game itself doesn't have an official English release, or if it does, it's not uh, updated as much as the Japanese one on there. But I'm kind of looking to get into the franchise, just like you, Kev, uh, once this thing drops or whenever. This was the game that at, at one point, I think, um, that... Uh, noted developer um, Platinum was working on and they got kicked off the project quite quick and they've been working on it ever since. I wonder if they trashed everything Platinum came up in the mix with this thing or not. So I'm kind of curious because this game has been announced for quite a bit of time. It's been a while since it originally was announced. So we'll have to see. So Any further thoughts on the trailer, Kev? Or... Um... I just know that I liked what I saw. And like I said before, I know nothing about the history, the characters, the universal Grand Blue, uh, Relink, uh, maybe the revisit of uh, Versus Rising will be my first introduction to this universe. And I like the gameplay that I saw. So that's where I'm, that's where my starting point is going to be. Yeah, and there's going to be an accessible mode, too, with this game, too. So just in case, if you can't get along with all the craziness and the combat, that uh, there are simplified controls for people. So. Mm -hmm. so any thoughts on this, Des, at all? Did you get a chance to check out any of these trailers or no? Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, it looks like it's a pretty fun game. And I'm definitely, I know you're going to, you're like super cool for it and you're really into it. So I'm definitely going to um, try it as well. Good deal. All right, and that's news for this episode, gentlemen. Well, all right. So thank you, Jabroni Chief, for bringing those gaming news nuggets to our listeners. Game nights take place every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, or uh, is it 6 or 6.30? 6. Six. I, I, six, okay. Uh, I'm, okay I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the time right there. It's 6. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, whatever it is you're interested in playing with us, just let us know in our Discord. Uh, chances are we either have it or we will be able to get it post-haste and be able to join you on a Thursday evening and just kick back and enjoy and, and enjoy gaming together. And even if you are don't feel that you actually have to have a game to play, um, a lot of times I'll join in when I'm, you know, I'm cooking or doing some other things until I'm able to hop online and, and participate. So this is just a chance for us to interact with those who are enjoying what we're doing here on our show. So don't hesitate. Hit us up on our Discord 
and uh, let us know what you're playing and uh, we will be sure to make every effort to be able to join you on a Thursday evening. So <clears throat> how do you join the Discord? Will you hit us up on Twitter at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Hit us up there, click the link, takes you right to our Discord server. No waiting list, no prerequisite you have to, hoops you have to jump through. Just be a good person and you're going to be uh, uh, in our community what we're trying to build there, just some like-minded folks who enjoy gaming. And when I say like-minded folks, it just, just means just that, people who enjoy gaming and are just tired of the ridiculous nonsense that goes on uh, on any subject uh, on on larger social media platforms. So we have daily news 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 posts, uh, things that interest us. We post it right there in our news feed. Uh, try to get a lot of interesting discussions going on uh, in our in our chat section. So please don't hesitate, particularly if you did if you did what we're doing here. Join us on our Discord. We're sure that you're going to have a great time. A special shout out to our, our participants in our main event this week, Will D and John P. B. T. You guys definitely are primary forces in our community that keep the conversation going, and we really, really do appreciate you guys. There's a lot of other things you could be doing, but we dig that you carve out some time in your day to uh, interact with us on both on Discord uh, uh, and 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 our game night. So you guys, you guys are awesome. So with that, it's going to bring episode 195 to a close <clears throat> for Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater. AKA the cat daddy, AKA that gamer step daddy. And for Trader Joe, AKA Jabroni chief. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise known as the, as the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. I am shown up 71, AKA dig a dolomite. That purple bling bling again and again and again. And again, saying that we'll be back next week. Episode 196 for your ears. Peace.